You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington, and here we are, Dan. Huge episode. 40th episode extravaganza. The 40th edition. Fireworks. We have lots of money and promotions here. Thomas, applause, everybody. We have a live crowd. Yeah, and they're like banging on the glass doors here. We got to keep them down before they can be heard on the pod so you know it's there's a lot of things happening on the 40th episode extravaganza so zach how have you been doing sir oh i'm good another week of quarantine down you know i'm starting to get used to being isolated from others and doused in sanitizers (laughs) constantly bathing myself um so yeah zach uh not a lot in sports this week obviously uh we're not everybody all the leagues keep talking about potential plans for coming back everybody's talking about potential dates and pushing things back but zach one league did provide us with something this week and we'll obviously get a little bit into it but zach you seem to be standing on a different side of the fence than i was regarding them releasing the 2020 NFL schedule at this time and everybody talking of the schedules. Yeah, so this is awesome. There's no sports, and we get the NFL schedule release. And Dan's excited. He's coming to me. He's like, Zach, let's talk about the games. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but like every week's great games in the NFL, you know. Like, I mean, sure, I care about week one matchups, but this is not outrageous news to me by any means. I mean, yes, if I wanted to sit here and make my way too early predictions for each division and the playoffs without seeing a single snap of the season that's maybe not even happened, sure. If I was a betting man, sure. But I'm not. I'm a football fan, and the schedule release, cool. I'll get into it, but was I sitting there waiting it for it to be released? No. So you were not on board for the three hours this special of them releasing the schedule on ESPN. Yeah, I even saw on Fox they had a little extravaganza of their own, and uh, they had their best analyst together. Yeah, so three hours for the schedule release? <laughs> What 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 has happened? There's too much coverage. Too we much just coverage, have, or there's too much time on people's hands. Both. Both. Too a much. Bit of both. Too much time. And coverage. well, Zach, let's get into a little too much coverage then, because I am all about the schedule release. <laughs> I am all about. With that being said, <laughs> about big time games. So, Zach, let's go into week one. I mean. Everybody's talking. There's obviously the big one we're talking about because we get to see Brady in a New Jersey, not in a New England Patriots uniform. The Bucks visiting the Saints in a cross-divisional matchup, like literally division matchup first week, big game for Tom Brady and the Bucks at the Saints. How do you feel about that? What you thinking from there? You got any thoughts? 
I think if you have a six-time Super Bowl winning Tom Brady, are we betting against him yet? Or when do we start betting against Tom Brady? And I think Drew Brees has looked old for a couple of years. If people think Tom Brady looks old, I think Drew Brees has looked old. He has great stats, but how many of those stats really matter when you're looking old in the playoffs? So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a game. I think it's a big game. Um, I mean, it's a huge game, obviously. I think Super it's excited. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested just to see if Brady is going to be able to do it without Belichick on the sideline, obviously. That's the big question we have about that, uh, about Brady and uh, his myth at this point. Uh, another big game that I saw, Zach, would be one that uh, on Sunday night, 8-20, you get Texans visiting Chiefs. Last time the Chiefs and the Texans played, the Texans were in the playoffs. They looked like they were up 24-0, looked like they were about to just cruise on into the uh, AFC Championship, and here comes Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs storming back. So I think this is gonna be a big matchup as far as just a lot of emotions flared up. But you said something off pod to me that I laughed at, as uh, far as you said Bill O'Brien is the, still the head coach. So what's it matter? <laughs> I mean, you traded away the top two wide receiver in the league, Deshaun Watson's probably mentor and favorite player to throw to safety blanket all the above just because what he had a couple other guys respect him because he's pretty great what happens anytime you get a great player bill o'brien you're not gonna let him teach other guys you let jj watt do it what's wrong with deandre hopkins doing it so bill o'brien i'm gonna tell you this deshaun watson's on the first bus out of houston as soon as this contract's over, if Bill O'Brien's there, I'm telling. Do you think Bill O'Brien? Will, I think they get rid of him before then, hopefully. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> For the sake of Deshaun, the the track record the Heat Texans have went through, especially with a few moves, and it just looks like ownership favors O'Brien and whatever he does. So here we go, because I want, I want, I'm a wanna be Texans fan because I love Deshaun, love DeAndre Hopkins. Now he's on the Arizona, so it's just tough because. Imagine if you plug somebody else in there. Let's plug Belichick on the Texans. Super Bowl contending team year in, year out since Deshaun's there. And then you have one of the best defense players of all time in J.J. Watt. Back to You back. had J.J. Watt. You also defense had Jadavion Clowney. You Which, had two of two very elite defensive players, one that can affect the quarterback, one that can affect the the rushing game and the passing game. And then you had Deshaun. You had DeAndre Hopkins, and then you had a multitude of good backs throughout the years of Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson, I feel like. Not just the last year when they had a stable of three starting running backs. Um, So, Zach, week two, the Raiders, the Raiders, they get their first home game in Vegas. How you feeling? You want to fly out? Woo! Woo! <laughs> Let's do it. Let's hit the casinos. Let's hit the awesome. casinos. Go to the game. Be big. Think it'll be sellout, maybe. Oh yeah, it's got to be a sellout. I don't know, man. I, when I went to Vegas, it was the first year that the what's their hockey team? The Las Vegas Kings or something like that. What are the they? hockey? Yeah, the Kings. 
Yeah, so the Las Vegas Kings, it was their first year, and it was the Stanley Cup when I was in Vegas. And they, or the Stanley the Cup, Golden like, Knights. semifinal. The Golden They're Knights. The Golden Knights. LA Kings, LA Kings. LA Kings, and yeah. then the Las Vegas Golden Knights. But anyways, yes. it was like, they were screaming, Go Knights! <laughs> Go Knights! They're screaming. But hey, even my Uber driver, right off the plane, wearing a jersey and... Drove us they fell in love with that team quick, but that team also won a Stanley Cup in its first year. So I was there. Fair. I was there two years ago, and they had Las Vegas Raiders gear already. So, Did they? Yeah, so they had, it was already announced <laughs> at that point. Oh, that's true. It was. Um, I think that uh, we get to see the Raiders at the Patriots. The Patriots uh, got five primetime games. Without Tom Brady, pretty intrigued by that. Jared Stidham as the starter. We'll see if he can handle that spotlight. Uh, Zach, how about the Broncos? The Broncos, they got a pretty decent schedule, but they're walking into it with Drew Locke, and you had a comment on Drew Locke, I feel like. The only... If you were to, like, (laughs) take a simple... Which of these things doesn't match the others? And you look at the offense for the Broncos, you look at the defensive superstars, and you got Drew Lockett quarterback. You know, they just got Jerry Judy, right? And then mm-hmm. you have a great running back. You got Von Miller there as well. And then Drew Locke, who has a career seven touchdowns, three interceptions, and we're running with it. This is just another one of, in my opinion, John Elway's quarterback swing and misses, swinging at the fence. Joe Flacco didn't even last a year. That's a Super Bowl winner, you know? So, it's crazy. Because I want to support the Broncos, too, but you can't. Because there's I'm not n- with Drew Locke. Not with Cam Newton sitting in free agency. That's what's really bothering me, you know? That's a stunner. At this point, do you think Cam Newton signs anywhere? He's waiting for the first injured quarterback. So, uh, somebody's going to get hurt, well and then played. you're going to pick up Cam. Well played. Uh, Zach, how about week six? I know you're not a Bills fan. Oh, you're lo- those key week six matchups. Key week six. Oh, dude, my gosh. We're, going down. we're looking oh, This is what I'm it. talking about. <laughs> Zach, we can just start going down What's teams week six? and talking Tell about me, records. Yeah. Week six. Determines my the Super Bills, Bowl. The Mafia, the Mafia you abandoned. We're hosting the Patriots and what could potentially decide AFC. East. In week six, we're deciding. In week six, what are, who's better, Jets? Do the Jets? Do you think Dolphins? Tua's about to bring here, the Dolphins here, to here, the Super Bowl. Here, I saw this today and it was hilarious. So there was a map of the country, which each state highlighted by which team was each state's favorite team based upon hashtag usage in each okay. state. North and yeah. South Carolina, Bills Mafia. Florida, Bills Mafia. Let's go, gang! Crazy. They also, probably there's probably a lot of Bills. Bills mafia. It was like Oklahoma, Colorado, those four states right there. Bills Mafia, skewed figures. Zach, think how many of these people are tw- tweeting with hashtag Bills Mafia, and it's about how bad they are. Think about how many times we tweeted Bills Mafia. Hey man, I'm a fan. We're still here. Hashtag Jake Holmes on there. The I'm about tables. to buy a jersey. He get the table. Ha- get me a table. Zach, by the way, speak, I just said Jersey. Speaking of Jersey, it sort of popped in my head just suddenly. My dad, so my dad is a Dolphins fan, and I never really knew it until a few years back. And uh, 
<laughs> I was talking to him. I was trying to convince him. I was like, Dad, me and you have to get matching Dolphins jerseys. And I was like, I don't care whose it is. You know, we can do Merino. I mean, if you want to go New Age, we can get the two. I can deal with that. We can wait for a nice run, nice Georgia Tua. player if we need to. Um, and he goes, if we're going to get a jersey, it's going to be a Larry Zonka jersey. <laughs> Bam. I was like, Dad, are you serious? We just did the episode. Shout out. Did he know? He did. He, did, he knew, man. He, did he, he know the episode did. number? He listened. He did not. He did not. He had not listened at that point. All right, that's that's what I'm talking about. He's the respect on Larry Zonka's name. I think if I were to get a Dolphins jersey, I mean, you gotta you got some great players to choose from. Obviously, the Jason Taylors of the world, Zach Thomas, Ricky Williams. Ooh, but you know why your dad's probably a Dolphins fan, right? The older generation got to see the Dolphins just dominate in the '60s and '70s, and that undefeated team, '72, the only one ever. Greatest one ever, man. Mm-hmm. They have a song for the Dolphins. I've heard it before. I don't know it, though. Uh, I have heard it a billion times watching, listening to Dan Levitard, and I possibly could repeat it for you, but I don't want to put the the fans through that right now. They would, We would lose fans, I mean, probably, Zach. Except for all the Dolphins fans. Go fans. Go fans, baby. We're only under Dolphins exclusive. So is that the only key week six matchup you had for me, Dan? Uh, I mean, Zach, I mean, we could just talk about them all. They're here. <laughs> we could, I live for these, Zach. Uh, no, let's see. What else we got in week six? I got week seven. Week seven. How about you get your Browns visiting the Bengals? Do you think the Browns are going to be good this year, Zach? How are you feeling on the Browns? Fringe playoff, you know. Fringe? Ooh, fringe playoff. I was thinking fringe eight and eight. <laughs> I mean, that's fringe of the playoffs in your division. God, it is. That's sad. Oh, let's see. Tom Brady visits the Raiders eight twenty Sunday night. Monday is now Sunday night. Okay, who's the in starting Vegas? quarterback for the Raiders? Okay, so right now you got Mariota's backup, I think, but I think it's a competing job. It is definitely Derek Carr's to lose. Like I think they brought Mariota there to push Derek Carr, and like if he does not get do well, I think he's going to lose that job because they have not been very good with him. So why don't you try it without him? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> week eight we get 49 49ers at seahawks and cowboys at eagles uh it's gonna be a great night of football and then monday night you get the buccaneers at the giants brady just brady got a couple tough games on the road this year i feel like um everybody's gonna be bringing game? it too to the buccaneers everybody's gonna be bringing it to him i mean do you think i'm i'm interested to see how rob does rob gronkowski he's been he's a bit thinner Coming off the retirement year, he he thinned up a little bit. So I'm interested. Are you gonna play him slot? Well, here's the like, thing with Rob: is he gonna dominate? You like still he have used Cameron Brait and OJ Howard, so you're three tight ends deep right there. So he's not gonna have to play a lot of downs, and you can just bring him in in the red zone and let him jump ball, bully somebody, touchdown, call it a day. We got to do it one year, win a Super Bowl, and then you get to retire again. <laughs> uh. See you here, week nine. I got Dolphins at Cardinals. Probably not a lot of people interested in that. I think that could be the an Tua Kyler game. matchup. The Tua Kyler matchup. That's what I'm talking about. This is the money you get with early schedule release. Act. You're appreciating it. I know you're appreciating. You're not it. talking me into anything, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> oh man. Just because well, I appreciate that? good football doesn't mean I'm excited <laughs> about the schedule being released early. 
<laughs> well, fine, Zach. If you're not interested, we will. How cool stop would it be if there was the no schedule? schedule? You just show up to the game. You have no idea who you're playing. <laughs> you have you just no see idea. A team run playing. out of the tunnel. Like, oh no, we're playing the Patriots this week. <laughs> that would be the most horrifying. Prim- Bill Belichick just runs out in the hoodie. Crowd oh my god! I would walk out. I walk week. out of the stadium immediately if the, if the Patriots walk. It's like if Bama if Bama walks in and I'm like I'm like oh well I'm going home. I'll Apply watch this on my television and the cupcake scheduling. You can't. You're gonna sell out every game because imagine you're in the SEC. Week one could be LSU, or it could Hyped be the up for Murray State all of a Murray sudden. <laughs> so you're not gonna not come to week one. And when LSU runs out of the tunnel, so hey, I think schedule should be taken away, Daniel. You are not going. No. You have not only not convinced me. I don't want any you schedules now. now. <laughs> That's the hottest take I've ever heard, and it is honestly, it's well back take. That's <laughs> a great take, man. As a sports fan, I'm just answering as a sports fan. I'm in. Let's do it. But here's the thing: no do the teams know who they're playing? Hmm. You got to because you do game prep, specific game prep. You got to know who you're playing. You, oh man, you know the set of teams. Like you know, you have you have twelve teams on your schedule. You find out who you play. Well, logistically, you would have to know to get fans there. Also, if you're the a teams traveling know. team, the teams you know, know exactly who you're playing when you travel. <laughs> you're just you like, get on the bus, guys. <laughs> just like, what's my airport? plane ticket say? Arizona? Yeah, guys, I think we got the Patriots this week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, so, Zach, did you watch The Last Dance? I did. I watched two straight hours. And you know what? I'm going to go straight into the Tony Kuko because God, I thought so bad for my man. I thought we were going to get more glorifying Kuko and we got nothing but young man Euro League for uh help me with the was he Croatia? Yes. So Croatia. he's the Croatian and this was during their time of civil war or whatever so they played yep. on the fact that he was tough because of his home life being so hard but the dream team came out and shut down Tony Kuko. And the U.S. Game one. game one because Jerry Krause, the GM, thought Kuko was better than Scottie Pippen and was going to be gr- just as good as Jordan and come in and rave in the NBA. So they took that as an offense, used it as fuel for their anger, and shut him down game one. However, in the final, they play Croatia again. Tony Kuko responded well. They still lost. Yada, yada. Goes to the league. Anyways, no cool highlights. Didn't get the behind-the-back highlight pass from Tony Kuko the full quarter you didn't get any real like NBA dialogue from Tony Kuko the only thing he talked about was losing to the dream team and then like it was kind of so bad for him man. yeah man I wanted to... like what does he he did not deserve it Jerry Krause is a random dude that said he's good at basketball and then he's getting beat up by Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan for no reason like Dear God. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I just feel like I wanted more highlights. I wanted more good NBA stuff about Tony because, man, that's like a stretch four, a stretch three type guy that had some game, you know, that Euro style. That's a, it's awesome. And he was, and they said even in the documentary, he was a great teammate. They loved him at when he was with them on the Bulls team, but like. Just had to hand out just, that old shellacking schlacking up real quick yep. um so zach how what did you think of them starting out uh with the 
uh, Jordan's final All-Star game when Kobe Bryant was at his first All-Star game as the youngest All-Star at age 19. Uh, you got a little bit of a Kobe interview. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, what did you think as far as the, the them adding that into the documentary? Obviously cool. Obviously great to have Kobe clips. Obviously sad. So all of those emotions in one. I just love... The footage, man, to get to appreciate the like locker room talk where he said that little Laker boy calling Kobe. He was already mm-hmm. respecting him as like a teenager, knew he was good. And Kobe was the closest thing to Michael. He was a carbon copy. And Michael liked him. And then you got to see how much their bond really was at the funerals. Terrible, yada, yada, all the bad stuff. Whatever. I think it's super cool because I... It would have been nicer to see their careers overlap a little bit more or the Wizards year be more meaningful to Michael. It also makes you think about wish Kobe and LeBron played each other in the finals the year that the Mavs went on to win the finals. You know? Yeah. So it's like that. Like, And then there's a couple other times LeBron and Kobe could have played each other and it never happened because that would have been kind of like Kobe versus LeBron, uh, Kobe versus Michael Jordan, but we got Kobe versus LeBron, like the next best thing, the Michael Jordan kind of, you know. But anyways, great footage. I love it. It's awesome to see all that. I kind of want to – I'm excited to see the baseball episodes are obviously coming up next, and then – we're gonna... His 1995 season, where he falls short of making the finals, mm-hmm. um, or 94. It was like a half season. 95. He came back either way, but I'm excited for the next two episodes. I mean, it was great. I love every epi- every minute of this documentary. I'm glued to the TV. So, uh, do you feel so? There has been uh, come out recently. People have been talking about it, and obviously, this is something that Michael Jordan has his fingerprints on and has some influence to, but uh, people are saying that this is not at all what really that you're making out to be as far as like in-depth exclusive uh, content because a lot of it, Michael Jordan's like, they think he's controlling what the narrative is of it. Um, I, I do, I will say, I do feel that sometimes there's sometimes in interviews with uh, Michael where it's, you can sort of tell where he's just like, gives you a, he gives you his reason and that's the reason and I absolutely respect he's Michael Jordan he doesn't have to explain anything to anybody um but he definitely just sort of you definitely don't you can tell he's not get there's not the side of Tony Kukoc in those situations you don't get the side of a lot of other play of other people in these situations um and then like uh I I, I found it interesting as far as uh them Telling that uh, in the gold 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 ceremony, uh, gold medal presentation, uh, they talk about Michael Jordan having the uh, American flag draped over his shoulder, covering the Reebok symbol. Um, I mean, and like I totally, I personally, I didn't think that was a problem, and I think Michael Jordan was very fair in uh, saying that, like. He never really wanted. If he could go back, he said. I think it was quoted in. Uh, he said it in the one of the fifth or sixth episode. Uh, he said that if I could go back, the one thing I really would want to change is trying to put myself out there and like him being sort of a role model for people because that's not what I don't think that's what Michael Jordan really ever was wanting to do much. 
Exactly, and he just sort of seemed like it was something that was a bit forced on him, and uh, the fact of like just how big his image got, even to the point where the man on on road games would just the only safe place he felt was in his hotel room. Like he would never leave his hotel room because he couldn't have a second to himself. Somebody was always in his face asking for pictures, autographs, uh, this, that, others. There was a at one point you saw uh, one of like uh, away teams. Uh, arena members uh, workers asking for like a signature uh, an autograph and like the one of the guys <laughs> is like no you don't do that it's not don't do that <laughs> yeah so with everything you said and like all the challenges and complications of being famous and criticisms of Jordan and his viewpoint for how he's making the documentary or whatever all this bullcrap I think he's a straightforward guy pretty much like he tells you how he feels he does what he feels. He acts on his instincts. He does what he wants to. He creates his own drama in his head for motivation. And he's obviously very driven, especially at basketball. So, I mean, I like Jordan, man. I He may not be mythical to me, but he's, he's slightly mythical, you know? I think a lot of the mystic and a lot of the craziness behind Jordan is... There's like three little factors if I had to break it up. First, very good at basketball. <laughs> Extremely good at basketball. <laughs> Perhaps the best ever at basketball. Two, looks good doing it. Three, the 80s and 90s was such a boom in technology and economy and communication like that he was like the main thing on TV, dude. Like there's not like, there's not content overload to the point there is today. And people were fanatical about everything. Like think about the Rubik's cube. Think about like the microwave. Like, you know, these things are crazy phases in that era. Like, you know, like and then Jordan, bam, it's the best thing since sliced bread. So I feel like, that we don't produce icons today like we did in the 80s and 90s and maybe even the 70s a little bit, like rock star type icons. But either way, like, I mean, Jordan's great at what he does, and I think he's, I mean, he, there's no huge scandals behind him, really, you know? So that's a pretty good player, like, to compliment LeBron. LeBron's got a very clean slate, clean agenda. They try to bring him down. There was an allegation last week about some side side woman but you know they try to break down the image of these great players we'll see if that has any validity or not but that's an excellent point uh, zach i actually never really did think about the fact of like i think you're right in the in today's society and with the way technology works today we are always looking for the next thing so being a mass icon like Michael Jordan was doesn't really exist now because, like, you're always on to the next one, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, and I mean, like, we're conditioned to be ready for the next thing that happens quickly, you know? Like, that's just how our brains are evolving. But either way. Well, uh, it's, it's definitely a great point, definitely interesting thought. I just sort of I thought, I thought it was interesting to think about if Michael Jordan does. And I totally think, I mean, like, he probably does have some control of what's going on here, but at the same time, I didn't know eighty percent of this stuff, so it's fantastic getting like the behind the foot behind scenes footage of it into. 
Uh, I loved the vi- the little bit of uh, Jordan Pippen and Ron Howard sitting in the locker room before doing a little press conference, uh, post game press conference. Uh, they're sitting in the locker room drinking beers. Oh, they're pounding beers <laughs> and, on the and on Scotty the goes, you don't, tables. I don't want you filming me drinking no beer. And Ron Harper goes, I don't care, film what you want. <laughs> and then uh, Scotty was like, "This is the." F- First thing we thinking about on the court is a cold beer. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> first thing I wanted. They were pounding them too. I oh, thought it was man. funny. Scotty Pippen. That was cool, very man. intriguing. Yeah, I, it's just been fun getting to see the behind the scenes footage, like you said. And this is uh, gonna spur. We're gonna get a Kobe documentary. We're gonna get a LeBron documentary. You know. Oh, so. we're gonna get a lot. Uh, I saw that. There's a, also. I know there's a. Uh, Beastie Boys documentary that just recently came out too. I've been looking you to watch to it. Fight. Oh, for your right. No, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, supposed, supposed to. No, I, no, I love the song. I mean, it is absolutely. Uh, I think it'd be fantastic. Oh, hey. <laughs> right. um, I think it's just the fact, like, getting if you can get any of these uh, old timey artists, old timey figures <laughs> in uh sports culture just pop culture and be able to get to see the behind the scenes footage of these people and like what they were doing when you didn't they weren't on camera or weren't on stage that'd be awesome a fantastic thing to get to witness uh so definitely be looking to check out a bc boys documentary and if they give me a kobe documentary i will definitely take it i'll take a lebron documentary you can give me 15 parts on kobe if you want i'm good with it same here uh so zach anything else this week you've been watching anything doing anything lately how was uh got any hobbies it's been it's been raining i've been playing a little guitar uh let me think what else has been i've been working a lot so pretty busy week what songs you added on the guitar since uh the last time i was over on the guitar uh guitar what did i not a guitar i played (laughs) sound of silence by simon and garfunkel for the first time that was pretty good that's then, fire. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, that's about it for now. Uh, hey, man. Hey. That's impressive, Zach. Sound of Silence is a great song. Love it. Mm-hmm. Well done. What about you, Dan? What you been up to? Hanging out? Hanging out, working, Uh, you know? Maybe doing some electrical work tomorrow. Oh, for who? Possibly. For with my dad, Moody and Sons Electrical. Obviously, we know about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If for all your upstate electrical needs. They p- they pay, They made this whole thing possible. Uh, mm. Yeah, maybe may on the site by myself. Oh, man. <laughs> T- terrifying. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Zach may be doing a pod by himself next week, guys. Hey. Hopefully Dan's electrical skills are better than his. I don't have a joke for this, but Dan famous number 40 (laughs) in sports. Do you know anyone? Uh, I got you one this week, Zach. I got you one. How about you give me Gail Sayers? Gail Sayers. That's pretty awesome. So give me, you got any stats on Gail Sayers or are you just throwing that out there? Just throwing that out there. Gail Sayers. Uh, got a, uh, you know, Backfield running back came uh, in rookie year, top running back into the NFL. 22 touchdowns, 2,200 yards, all purpose. Uh, Youngest pro to ever be enshrined in the Hall of Fame. How about that? What year was this? Gail Sayer. 
Sounds like an old wise tale. Sounds like an old man, 34 <laughs> years of age, you know. <laughs> well, that's what we got. Chicago e- Bears player. Woo! Episode 40, Extravaganza. <laughs> extravaganza, Gale Sayers. Duh Bears. Learn name sometimes. Duh Bears, baby. Yeah, we're going to watch some Gale Sayers tape this week, guys. <laughs> you too. We'll give, we'll give you a full breakdown on Gale Sayers and uh, stats next week. All right, so hopefully the quarantine ends soon. It's tough, but we're here. We're keeping the content rolling. Dan's dropping the all-name team for defense, right? Uh, it's up on the website already. Go check it out along with the all-name offense. Uh, so, yeah, we got a Moody, uh, MoodySportsPage.com and also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at MoodySportsPage. Uh, and uh, definitely hit us up at, at, on Twitter. Let us know if uh, you want us to talk about anything in specific uh, or just, uh, you know, give us the love. We appreciate it. Y'all stick with us, Zach. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, I'm going to stay hands. safe. Wash my hands. Stay safe. Wash your hands six feet apart. Peace. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and Twitter at Moody Sports Page. That's right, a new name, Moody Sports Page. And listen up next week for good predictions and hot takes.